How about this? Yeah, you're, that was a little close, but. Okay, how about this? Is this, is this yep. better? Mm -hmm. okay. That works. All good. Do I need to turn my, my levels down or are they good? Um, well, as long as you're done talking. can't talk. See? I'll go down a little <laughs> Still bit. Still not yeah, right. Therefore. No, you're fine. Okay. Uh, well, then. Welcome to None of This Was Planned. I'm John Padgett. I'm Valerie Markford. And I'm glad that you're here with me this week. <laughs> it's been a whole two days since I've seen you. It's been I've a whole two days. I yeah. know. We went and uh, did a crawfish boil, a rugby crawfish boil. And I have news about that. What? So, you know how there was a silent auction? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you guys bid on some stuff. Yeah. I bid on... Two hours of rugby guys doing whatever I tell them. <laughs> and I won. I'm very excited about that. So when does this happen? Um, I haven't really made those arrangements yet, but what I'm going to do is have them just empty out my pod and put it in my, my storage unit. Where's Where's the pod? I didn't know you had a pod. Is it a at pod, the house? I have a pod in San Marcos. Oh. I've had it for like five years now. You could probably just get rid of whatever's in there. I can't. It's heirlooms. Oh, okay. Because yeah, you know I don't have parents and grandparents and all that. So all of their belongings and their legacies, whatever they may be in whatever form or shape, have fallen upon my shoulders that I have to burden for the rest of my life. I have a whole like stack of stuff in the guest bedroom. It's become a storage closet, yeah. basically. I haven't gone through it. I'm, you know, you have to just like pick one box maybe. Just one right, box, go right. through it one day, be done with that box. But then there's the other shit that you don't really love and you don't personally have any connection to, but they're just there. It's like, okay, I've come to the realization that eventually everything ends up in a landfill. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> are we going to go ahead and cozy up to the bar now or are we going to give that guilt to... A future generation. So if you're going to have them empty out this pod, where are you going to put all that stuff? I have a storage unit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. A storage unit that they're going to fill. So, but some of the stuff, it's like, God, I hope they bring a truck because I want to get rid of some shit. Because I've got a desk that I no longer need. I've got a bed from Ikea. <laughs> Come on. You don't keep it. You don't. Ikea furniture. Ikea Thank you for listening. Please sponsor us. But um, <laughs> I don't think they will now. <laughs> <laughs> you just shit talked to us. And now you're out <laughs> um, <laughs> You seriously want some free furniture? <laughs> yeah, no, you're just going to shit can it. Oh, um, you will work for meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with kangaroo meat in, in them and everything. Ew, that's not true. I don't know. I think it was horse meat, though. Oh, well, no. That's Which, still not okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's Europe. <laughs> they eat horse meat there. No, I thought that France. was an old wives' tale. They do in France. Why? Mm -hmm. And there's cows. Well, I mean, there's... Okay, now you're just splitting hairs. <laughs> I mean, it's a mammal. Well, that's true. And, I mean... Warm-blooded mammal. Well, I mean, it's that or dog food or glue. I mean, might as well just use all the animal. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have them move that stuff there and then you know I'll forget about it for another five years whatever yeah exactly <laughs> until it ends up on storage wars <laughs> yeah I'm trying to stay away from that too it's like <laughs> the last thing I want and you want you know people are just like they're like like a super villain just hitting their fingertips together going yes yes <laughs> show me all of your history I hope it's dirty <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell me all your feel, your filthy secrets, or let let me go through your sock drawer, all of your sock drawers. Well, yes. you could always, you know, there's that all that upcycling movement. You know, God love my friends, we're always doing like uh, clothes swaps and stuff. Uh, but then I end up with stuff that I never even wear, and I'm like, you know, I really just need to get rid of clothes. I don't need to get somebody else's clothes and swap my clothes. It's just. You know, nothing's being resolved there. No, no, you're just moving <laughs> shit from one shit pile to another shit pile. Oh, look, I mean, this is different for me. It's more like sh musical shit piles, actually. <laughs> <laughs> <But> exactly. <laughs> what shit did you get? I got, oh, I got this turn. Oh, oh, um, I'm realizing that, okay, since we, you brought it up, clothes. Yes. Okay, so I have got clothes that are older than most of my, and if not all of, my coworkers. Yeah. 
I don't know. Concert if shirts I do. for oh. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a whole drawer full of t-shirts that I've acquired over the years because before I collected shot glasses on my travels, I collected t-shirts. Right. And then one time I came home with way too many t-shirts when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. And my mother was like, if you bring home another t-shirt, what? I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> so, my mother never said that. <laughs> no, she never did. <laughs> Sometimes I wish she would. No, um, but you know. She, it's a plan. <laughs> <laughs> But no, she was like, please don't bring any more t-shirts. You have enough. And I'm like, yeah, but they're all like, I did think at one point I was like, maybe I'll make a patchwork, like a blanket or something right. out of all the t-shirts, you know, with all the places that I've been, but they're still just sitting there. Yeah. I've got uh, quilts that I inherited from my mother because my mother was a renowned quilter and I mean, oh. published a book under Better Homes and Gardens. I did not. Oh, really? Still published. Mm-hmm. Called 501 Quilt Blocks. So me and my sister. So is this part of what's in the pod? I have a whole bunch of quilts. <laughs> I bet you do. Like a bunch. And they're, you know, they're locked up in a in a chest and, you know, I keep it all safe and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay. Um, quilts are cool, but they're not necessarily my aesthetic. No, me so, neither. Um, I'm going to have to like, okay. But they're, yeah, they are cool to have. I don't know. And what do you do with it? I mean, my, I mean, my mom had a, po- a pattern co- publishing company called Tomorrow's Heirlooms. She fully intended to lifelong curse me with these items. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. <laughs> well, that's the thing that I struggled with because there was a lot of things that my mom left behind that were, you know, they reminded us of her. And we had fond memories of the things that she loved, but they weren't stuff that were my taste. Right. So I was like, well, I don't want this. I don't want to have this on my walls or in my house, but it does remind me of her. My mom used to bejewel denim jackets. Oh. But that was really popular that back in the back 80s. In, yeah, I know. But and, and my did she keep did, doing it? Well, she died in '96. Well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> God, I <laughs> up until God, then. did she? <laughs> 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 she Sorry. faked her death the, and the bedazzled the, kings everywhere. And the places. ghost of Joan the Bedazzler. <laughs> you wake Feel up, my wrath. You wake up the next morning. Why are all my jeans bedazzled? Oh my God, I can't sit down anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> No one's gonna. Sorry have to about over. that. No. <laughs> Forgot where I was. Yeah, I, right. We did mention it was a. We're both feeling off today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've been disoriented. I think. Well, first off, I didn't sleep real well last night. It was the full moon. I really, really don't I, sleep well under a full moon. Yeah, there was that lunar eclipse. I totally the missed the blood that. moon. The blood moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was an exciting day here because I went to physical therapy, and then when I came back home. I kept hearing live music, and I'm like, it's Monday. Like, why is there live music going on? I was trying to figure out where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. And then I finally realized there's a funeral home across the street. Oh. And it was a mariachi band playing at a funeral, but I guess it was a truck driver who is either a mari- in a mariachi band or loved mariachi music because there were also a bunch of like tractor trailer cabs in the parking lot that's okay this is a spectacle yeah sure, it yeah. was very much a spectacle. i wish i could see more through the trees in my backyard but the trees are so like full right now that i couldn't see everything right but i could hear it and so the music was really beautiful and then all of a sudden out all at once all of the tractor trailer cabs started honking their horns because that's how you get to heaven well, yeah. <laughs> they're singing. You had to ask. They're honking them to heaven. <laughs> the highway to heaven. It sounded really cool, though, because they sounded like they were um, kind of harmonizing with each other. Oh, Jesus. It was. <laughs> really? <laughs> you had to hear it. It was really cool. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> but it did go on for a while, and it did scare the cats. They ran inside. They were like, I don't know what the hell's going on out it's there. It's the rapture. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's trying to honk us to heaven. But that was my day. Or herald me to hell. <laughs> <laughs> my presence has been announced. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been like a little bit off because the full moon, I, I really didn't sleep. And then, um, you know, it's just really hard for me to get my Mondays going now. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I've, it's never Well, everybody has walk. those Sunday blues. Right. Yep. Yeah, I get those every Sunday. And like yesterday, I went over to my friend's house and we hung out. And then I had a had trouble being motivated leaving because I was like, if I leave, that means I'm having to face the fact that I have to work tomorrow. And I'm kind of having fun just hanging out, pretending like it's not Sunday. I know. <laughs> I mean, okay. 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have like senioritis or something. Like, I am in the last six months of senior year, and I'm like, God, I hate all these people. I hate all of you too. I hate this. I hate everything. Can't wait to be lit. Be home. Lit. Yeah, but except we're we can't wait to be retired. Yep. And unfortunately, we have what fifteen more years to Something go. Like that. <laughs> Yep. So that's that's a really shitty senioritis feeling some, some to like know that. Yep. that we have so much time left. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I'm like, okay, um, okay. Lottery gods, I have played y'all for years, and I have I have done my due diligence. It's time to pay up. I mean, seriously. Yeah. This shit is shit. <laughs> my mom used to pay play it like. Every week. She's like, I have to go and get my lottery Well, yeah, you can't win if you don't play. (laughs) You never know who's going to win that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and um, now I get made fun of for playing that. Well, I mean... Because it's an irresponsible expense. It's not really... You're more likely to be struck by lightning and become president than win. Well, if you play when the jackpot's really low, you have more chance of winning. Because the higher the jackpot gets, the more people that are playing, the less chance you have of winning, right? Okay, but only one person can win. It's the same odds no matter how many people play. Well, yeah. You're not playing against other people. You're playing against numbers. Right. Right. So other people entering the pool matters not. Why do they keep saying that it does? Like, that it's better to, to tr- play to when it's not... When I, to buy the lottery tickets. <laughs> no, it's, oh. just as, it's just... You're just as likely to, to win now as later. I mean, I mean, honestly, all you have to do is get the right five numbers. Six? Five? Six. Six. Oh, six. I, I don't know. I don't play. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. So Can't win if you don't play. That's, like, that's, that's, that's why I'm going to be rich and you're not. That's right. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's part of why we do this. Hopefully this little passion project will... Yeah, I, you know... I'm, I mean, that's not why we're doing it, but... It's not... It's we're mostly not, for our own entertainment, yeah, which it sure. might actually only be for our own entertainment. That Who could knows? could absolutely be true. <laughs> it could absolutely be true, but we're going to post these things... This will be our sixth episode. Yes. So I think that we're, we're finding our footing here. And I'm I hope so. I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, so do you have any news? Yeah. I The last time we got together, I'd gone to Roundtop, but I didn't want to eclipse your conversation about your big news, which was the engagement. Yep. Thank you very much. I and it was great that. hanging out with you and Hans the Crawfish Bowl. He was so happy to yeah. be there. Yeah. Was he high? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh, look how happy he is. He just kept going on and on. It's such a wonderful day. Isn't it a wonderful day? I'm like, yeah. what are you having and can I have some of that? Yeah, that's my that's the love of my life. <laughs> just doing what he does. It's great. I know. And it was a lovely day. Like, it was hot, but it was fine in the shade. And so I was really afraid that we were going to get really hot, but I was fine. And I was fine and we had plenty of beer. Yeah. Plenty of beer. That beer had really high alcohol content, by the way. I know. And, I'm, and, <laughs> and I kept drinking it because it was cold. Right. You're like, this isn't making my sober situation any better. No. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> How I'm much alive. crawfish do I need to eat to I offset ate, this I, beer? I ate a lot. Uh, I ate, yeah. I ate a lot of it. Yeah. Hans is a machine. Puts yeah. It like a trash can. It's unbelievable. So, But um, yeah, that was a... It was a fun afternoon yes. for a good cause for the rugby team, Austin Blacks. So, shout out to the guys. Have y'all hey. ever gone to see a game? No, not yet. Oh. Have you? No. Yeah. I'd like to because it's got... Uh, I definitely don't know enough about rugby. I don't know anything about rugby, really. Um, well, and, you know, the th- I, I, I'm kind of wondering, like, why some sports get so much attention and others don't. Like, rugby is just as much fun to watch as, say... Soccer, or or international. Football. I really like to watch soccer. See, I have not. Been. I love it. <laughs> I can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Have you been to an Austin football game? Yeah, I went to the FC game last month. It was so much fun. Um, do they do games monthly? Um. Well, I mean, they have a lot of away games, and then they have their home games. I don't know. Like, uh, no, no, they're not monthly. They're probably some like twice a month, or maybe it just depends on how the games fall, like who, where they play. And but there's this whole section on the end 
that is constantly playing drums and singing at the top of their lungs the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, and it's really fun to watch. And uh, a lot of energy in that group. And it's like a super fan section. Wow. And I, then, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that. It was... I don't want to be near it or in it, <laughs> but I'd love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really fun to watch. And... Uh, um, my friend Tino, we both went together. And so now she's like into it. She's like, I want to go to another game. And I was like, I know, me too. So we're trying to get another. We had uh, access to the Lexus Club. You were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, so that was, it's going to be hard to go back from that. But um, Yeah, didn't you have like free booze and free mm-hmm, food and mm-hmm, all that? Mm-hmm. And, the and food was not the best, maybe. in my opinion. It was kind of weird. but That situation seldom is. Right. Regardless of what yeah. you guys like. Okay, this is made four hours ahead of time. And well, it was also it was supposed to be kind of fussy, kind of fine dining food, but it hit the it it missed the mark in my opinion. Okay, we, I'm getting a lot of things marketed to me or the public as fine dining, and case in point being the uh, this menu of a this this tasting menu craze that we're in because. Everyone's oh, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Did we talk about it? Already? Yeah. I don't think we did. Did we? I thought we did. Yeah, well, never mind. We haven't had nearly enough episodes to forget about what we've talked about so far. <laughs> oh, well, well, okay. The years have not been kind. <laughs> no, they have not. No, they have not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... it's So when you go into these situations or you, you have a tasting menu, I'm just going in with like sort of like, okay, I'm not going in with an expectation. I'm 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 trying to go into situations or like whether it be an, an eating experience or a new experience or a movie, trying to going in to go in with no expectations mm-hmm. because um, honestly you you you're setting yourself up. Just, yeah. Just go in without any expectations and see what happens. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to train my brain to be more laid back in general, like mm-hmm. getting stressed out in traffic. Getting here tonight in traffic mm-hmm. was terrible, but mm-hmm. um, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to get there when I get there, and I'm not going to be in a hurry, and that's just the way it's going to be. And I got here, I wasn't like at 6 o'clock, but I got here in a good amount of time, Yeah. because so, I left early enough, but at the same time... The traffic is... I'm not, I'm not going to... Life is too short to get... It is, but I can't help myself when I'm on the road. I can't. I don't know why I'm in a hurry all the time, but I am. I just don't like people in front of me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> nope, nope. What did Fluker say? Lead follower, get the hell out of the way. Because <laughs> yeah. she drove like her hair was on fire. That's how I drive. I got a lead foot. <laughs> In <laughs> fact, we had a discussion last night. We were talking about um, electric vehicles, and uh, I've had my car forever. Mm-hmm. And since I haven't really had to commute, in the past couple of years, um, it's kind of fallen off my radar to get a new car. My car's 11 years old. It has 86,000 miles on it. Right. Um, it's still in great shape and runs like a top. Well, and it's so a, I'm it's just a not... Mazda, right? Yeah. And it's going to continue to run like a top. Exactly. I mean, those cars are good for like 200,000 miles. I th- yeah, I've never had a problem. Like, it's been really great. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want a new car because, like, you know, I got my car before there were backup cameras and oh, all yeah. these other sensors that they have now <laughs> i'm i'm analog baby it's the only thing new about it is my bluetooth like at least it has that but did, did you have to swap out your a track to put it in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah as a cd changer real to real player um but yeah we were and we were talking about it and i said you know i'd I would like to get an electric vehicle, you know, but I don't know if I want to do it now. Like, I would like to get a car probably in the next year or so, but I don't think we have enough. Chips? We're going back to the chips argu- argument? Because no, not the chips argument. The, the, the you know, charging stations. Well, not readily that. available. Not not enough of them around. And, uh, and I think electric vehicles are getting faster, maybe. I don't know. I mean, okay. So. And that's what they said. They were like, well, you want somebody to go fast in an electric vehicle. You got a lead foot, girl. <laughs> you know you want it to go fast. I'm like, I know. And I'm not sure they're there yet, but. Teslas are. Teslas well, Teslas are. Teslas but I, I can't afford a Tesla. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, poor tes- people. You plebeian. Oh, you're poor. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't realize you were a poor. Um, 
I'm looking over my side of my shoulder like, <laughs> like you were looking Jesus at. Christ. Um, <laughs> so the the hybrids that I've seen, like I was I was waiting to get a hybrid, and mm-hmm. um, it is was, the one you have now a hybrid that you no, just bought? No, no, oh. I've got a gas guzzler. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: we've got we've got an electric car at the house, and right. now we've got a gas car at the house. My other car was a gas car too, but because we only have one charging station, right? Someone's gotta. Someone's gonna be hanging out for a while, and it takes a while for these things to charge. I mean, granted, I yeah. love the idea of it, and it's cool, and it's the wave of the future for sure. But I am honestly that it's further down the road for me. Yeah. So and I possibly like, is for me too. I mean, if I can maybe find a hybrid that I like, I don't know. But the hybrid I don't know. that I was looking at was zero to sixty in eleven point five seconds. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> Stink a Rooney. <laughs> nope. No, okay. thank you. I'm going to go ahead and put my foot on the accelerator and then I'm going to break out my calligraphy set and write myself a personal <laughs> message to please drive. <laughs> it's a formal invitation. Pick it up. I need to burn, melt some wax on the envelope here. Put but a moment. seal. All right. There we go. A Drady's. <laughs> and now I'm going 60 miles an hour. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did I, I told you the saga with that, like my first car, that the car that I traded in for this car? No. Uh, okay, so I went, I, I got the extended warranty on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. Was, on this I, car or the no, last car? The last car. Okay. I, I, it was a Nissan, and uh, I went in, and I was like, hey, my extended warranty is about to run out, so I'd like you to fix everything under warranty that you possibly can. They're like, deal. So they fixed it. And I, I went off on vacation, came back, and I was like, okay, I'm here to pick up my car. They're like, oh, we're still working on it. I was like, it's been two weeks. I'm like, yeah, we're waiting on a part. I'm like, what are you waiting on? And they're like, a transmission. I was like, I replaced the transmission a year and a half ago. They're like, it needs another one. I'm like, okay. So then they're like, oh, it's a funny story about that. I'm like, how funny is it? Uh, <laughs> is it going to cost me extra money, funny? Then, there we go. <laughs> um, and I, had, I, I, I thought that I was the second owner on this. No, no, I was the fourth. And to go lies like, you I was, I was like, has it been in a wreck that I don't know about? They're like, no, it's never been in any wrecks that we know of. I'm like, that's not inspiring. Mm-mm. And uh, they they said, oh, and your car's not on its second transmission. It's on its fourth. The car had uh, 120,000 miles on it. How, what year was it? 2013. Dang. Yeah. 2013, 126,000 miles on it. And um, I was like... Four, uh, so you bought on. it pre-owned. They don't call it used anymore. Pre-owned. Pre-owned. <laughs> used. <laughs> stop. Start putting lipstick on a pig. And um, and I love the car, but it. I just. I. I was like, this is just a time bomb waiting for a place to happen. I mean, if this has gone through four transmissions, do you think it's going to stop there? Nope. So I traded it in. And got this Mazda, and I could not be happier. This yeah. is a really well, it's still really new too, though. It is still really new, but I love Go Go. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Vroom vroom. Vroom vroom. It's got um, a lot of pick me up. Well, I do like that about Mazdas. Well, I mean, I told you the, the name of the car, right? <laughs> yes. Go Go Paget Sparkle Pony. Yeah, I love that car. Go Go Paget Sparkle Pony. <laughs> there you go. Um, go Go Get Back. Paget. Go Go Paget. Go Go Paget. Sparkle Pony. Not Gadget. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got teased with that a great deal when I was a kid. I mean, I have dark hair. I was spindly with a big nose. And my last name was Paget. The halls of the elementary schools that I went to rang with... Inspector Paget. I was like, fuck you, I hate you. You're the reason for school shooting. Too soon. Was it? Anyway. So yeah, no, yeah, I know that's a poor taste. Yeah, um, very poor taste. Um, that so, I always got because of family ties, Mallory. Ah, uh, I always got Mallory, and I'm like, okay, that's uh, not my name. Nope. <laughs> Mallory, and no th- Mallory. And the thing is, is that that character wasn't strong enough to really be like, is this supposed to be like? No, he was annoying. Mallory, in family oh, ties. Oh, I thought you meant the guy that kept, because it was her boyfriend that kept. Saying, yo, Mal- Mallory. Oh, I 
don't even remember. Th- I mean, that's a, a show a long time ago. I know it was a long time ago. So, but I mean, but I, I bring up references that no one gets all the time. Yeah, like, I know. Like the facts of life. Mm-hmm. I'm not to- you have to be tootie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Joe or a Blair? <laughs> I'm a Natalie. <laughs> oh, hmm. Aww. She's cuddly. <laughs> she's cu- Well, she's also, uh, uh, she came out. Oh, yeah, they had, um, they redid the Facts of Life. They did a... Didn't they have a live show? Yeah, they had did a live see? Facts of Life, yeah. And it was, Jennifer Aniston played Blair. Really? Yes. Um, Why? Blair's... Okay. <laughs> but Lisa like Welchel was on with, um, what's her name? The girl that plays Natalie. I forgot her name. Green something. No, no. No, that Green. was Natalie Green was her character's right. name. Right, Okay. <clears throat> but they Maybe were not. both on yeah, it. Yeah, they okay. were both on it. And Lisa Welchel looked the same. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, good I job guess it's all that good, pack. clean Christian women. Kirk Cameron. Yeah, right. Um, then uh, who played Tootie? It was uh, Gabrielle Fields. Union. Oh, Gabrielle Union played Tootie. Oh, Kim Fields was there too. Right. But she's like a real housewife. So she's, or was, oh, she was was on The Real Housewives, I think, of Atlanta or something See, like that I'm a long time ago. That shit. I'm not going to watch Real Housewives of anything. Oh, some of it's entertaining. But they're all vapid ne'er-do-wells with a penchant for doing nothing and bitching about it. There's, I mean, there's some that are just like outright crazy, and those are the fun ones to watch. Fun ones to watch. <laughs> like, she's nuts! <laughs> <laughs> um, like that Real Housewives of New York I watch because those women are ridiculous. I mean, they're just nuts. Why would they? <sighs> yeah. Well, and, you know, I listen to a recap show, which is even funnier. So I watch it simply to watch. No, no, no. I watch it. I sometimes watch Real Housewives of New York just to listen to the Watch What Crappens guys afterwards to recap the show because they are freaking hilarious when they recap that show. I just don't know what to do with that. I mean, (laughs) why? I mean, these. Why? I just don't get it. I'm getting sucked into more reality shows than I used to. Why? Because they're, they're. It's mindless entertainment. Yeah, well... Sometimes you just don't want to think. <laughs> I get that, too. Yeah. Yeah, usually when I'm trying to go to bed. I'm, and sometimes I'm you just want to feel bed. better about yourself by watching people that are horrible. That's why I watch Jerry Springer. <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't... See, I can't deal I with like, that. like, oh, you people are garbage. <laughs> um, I, I, that cops always makes me feel... It's like, oh, look at all these poor choices. Oh, just one after another. After with another, after another... <laughs> Well, it started in third grade, and I decided <laughs> that huffing glue would be a right decision, so I didn't. Speaking of feeling better about yourself, that's a good segue into the, my round top story that I was going to talk about. Congratulations. Okay. And we're right back. We're back. We're out. back. Congratulations. <laughs> so what I didn't mention last time was that, or maybe I mentioned it, but I didn't go into it, was that um, when my friends went to this bar, and round top, if anybody's, I don't know, people around here are probably familiar, but maybe some people don't know that it's like this big HGTV kind of destination for right. antiques. They have this huge antique show right? twice a year. I think it's in the spring and in the fall. Right. So, so what was $30 is now 600 Yeah. <laughs> and there's all these celebrities that go. So it's become this like, kind of like how Marfa is in West Texas. It's become this like destination, even though... The stuff that makes it famous only happens a couple of times a year. Right. But now people go year round because it's a very cute, quaint little town. And it's got all these really super fucking pretentious stores that are selling like artisan firewood and stuff like that. It's oh, like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Artisan. Do I really need craft ice? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's some places that are reasonable, like vintage stores that are really cool and whatever. Right. But, um, but it, for the most part, it's just very, you know, lot, there's lots of money that comes through that little place of like 90 people. Well, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's central to the, to the point where it's close to Houston, it's close to San Antonio, it's close to Austin, it's right, close it's, to Waco. And it's a nice little getaway. Right. But it's mostly... Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> it's mostly <laughs> groups of women. Sure. Probably groups of gay guys. Also true. Yeah. Couples. Couples, which, that are couples of gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> couples of gay guys. But I did see a lot of like younger couples that, you know, the guys are just there because their girlfriends or wives want to 
go shopping and stuff. So oh, nine yeah, times out of so 10, cute. I would see these guys like sitting outside the stores, just like hanging out. Um, Are you smoking? <laughs> yes. Did you smoke before? No. No. I picked it up since I've been here. <laughs> oh. I'm bored. <laughs> bored okay. out of my mind. Hopefully the death that this brings will be swift. <laughs> that is not how smoking works. <laughs> but there's this um, bar called um, Ellis Motel, which is not a motel. It's just a bar. Mm-hmm. But it looks like something out of a Wes Anderson movie. It's really... Cute. Such a fan. Me too. So, and they have really yummy drinks, and you know, it's very um, quaint and cutesy and whatever. And so we went in there and like found this like whole room to ourselves that was like a. It was where the merchandise was for the place as well, but it looked like a library. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting in there, and you know, and comes in this group of straight guys that were all like they had been drinking all day by i think a pool i'm not sure maybe they just thought it was a pool <laughs> <laughs> but um worlds collided we you know we started hanging out with those guys two of them were married but there were two that were single but it was just like the women at the bar it was like there were it was like throwing chum into shark infested waters oh sure I mean, it was like they sniffed him out immediately. There's a heterosexual <laughs> penis in the room! <laughs> well, like, it wasn't obvious, because they were all wearing basketball jerseys, which yep. nobody, no woman finds those attractive. No, and no gay men Unless it's there. on a seven foot eight <laughs> basketball player. Right. Um, so, and gay men are like, you want me to do what now? <laughs> they were wearing them because they were doing some team building. They all worked together, so they were doing some team, team building, building thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Forced fun! Yeah. <laughs> I got they actually told. Like they, were, they actually looked like they were having fun. I think they were actually friends, not like they were being thrown together because of work. But anyway, it just was interesting because um, one of the single guys had zeroed in on me, and we started talking. And uh, then he left the room, and I went to go to the restroom, and I had to walk right by him coming back and I was like well I'm gonna say hi like I'm not gonna just pretend like I never talked to the guy you know so I come back and I come up to him and I'm like hey how's it going he's like oh hi and so he starts talking again but there was this girl these two girls one of them was married one wasn't we'll call her Deborah Uh, hey Deb (laughs) shut up Deborah Um, I mean, the minute I came up and started talking to him and he started paying attention to me, she was doing everything she could to draw the attention back to her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like sitting there going, okay, That's low a, hanging fruit. Shit. You know what? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm like sitting there thinking, okay, I'm not going to do this. Like you right. want to be a cock block. I know better than to try to vie for, you know, try to go up against that. It's just annoying. Right. So, you know, I turned to leave and he's like, no, 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 stay. I'm going to buy you a drink or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, so we spend more time there and then we're, you know, all just, you know, hanging out and we get, we start to leave and there's another group of women outside, like that's been hanging out outside and they see these straight guys come out. Oh my and like, God. Oh, it's like vultures circling <laughs> a like, fresh carcass. I mean. And he, they, him and his friends were like, are you guys going to meet us at Vintage Hideaway? And I, apparently this was discussed with my friends that we were going to go with them to the next place. I had no knowledge of this conversation. None whatsoever. My friends were really pushing very hard for me to hang out with this guy. And I think his friends were kind of pushing it too. We were kind of being pushed together a lot. Okay, no pressure. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's kind of, you know, they were you know trying to force it. And I'm like, you know, uh, I like him okay, but he's pretty drunk. And I'm pretty sure I'm not seeing the best side of him right now. And I would kind of like to get to know him outside of this situation. Ironically, <laughs> what if that is the best side of him? <laughs> 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 well, you Not know. Not downhill from here. <laughs> I liked him as much as I could like somebody who tells who's been telling me the same story five times. You know, how drunk people get. Sure, you know? yeah. So um, we start to go our separate ways. But yeah, when we're coming out, they're like, so are you going to join us at Vintage Hideaway? And so all those women are like, ooh, what's Vintage Hideaway? Where's that? And I'm like, oh, oh my, my God, God, settle down. <laughs> I just snorted a line of Beneva. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> She's all chopping up lines. Oh, Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! 
Good God. <laughs> I'm all ready. No stress fractures for me. <laughs> My bones are dense. <laughs> I could peel you off the ceiling. No, you couldn't. <laughs> it was really... I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been... You know, I have... You know me. I don't date. I don't... Mm-mm. It's too much work. So I don't really put myself out there and whatever. Because I have plenty of other things to do to fill my life. I don't need to date. But... Right. You don't need to. It's not no. a need to. No. Well, no. that's good. Because... If something falls in my lap, sure. But... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. But other than that, I'm not going to go out and seek it. But, you know, it just... It was like... Cause, because I haven't been around it in so long. It was just so weird to see all these women just basically like... The thirst. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> it was just... Uh-huh. Part of me was just like, stop looking so desperate. Like, where's the Vintage We want to go there. But then... I can't hit the snooze button on my biological clock anymore. But what what is weird was that it took a turn because um, my friends were going one way. Him and his friends were going another way. <coughs> and he wanted me to go with them. And I'm like, I'm not going to get in a car with a bunch of guys I don't know. Hmm. What and, have you learned? Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, oh, we're going to the same place. I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on right now. I was not involved in the conversation. I don't know where we're going. I do know that we had a plan, the girls and I, before we came here. I'm pretty sure we're going to go back to where we were, to our old plan. Right. I don't know anything about the vintage hideaway or whatever. And uh, <laughs> so we're having this discussion. He's not taking no for an answer because he, he's drunk and he's just like, please come, please come with me, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'll okay, I'll come with you. But I was just going to walk him to the car. And then I was going to leave. Right. So um, I'm walking him back to the car. His friends drive up. They're like, hey, come with us. The, so- the sober guy was like, come on, let's go. And uh, You were about to have a Natalie Holloway special. <laughs> I know. But the, all those women, including Deborah, who was all of a sudden up in my business about, oh, oh, well now, like, Maybe she doesn't want to go with those guys. Maybe she needs to. Maybe she might need our help, you know. And so all these women are like discussing this. And they're all looking up vintage hideaway. Is it a real place? Maybe it's not a real place. And they're all looking this up on their phone. Meanwhile, I'm having this conversation with him. <laughs> and he, and he, he was like, "Come with us. Come with us." I'm like, "I'm not coming with you." Now I'm starting to get a little impatient. Like, you need to go with your friends. Like. And so he finally went on his way and I told him, I was like, bye. I just turned around and just turned tail and was like, bye, I'm done. And this woman comes up to me. She's like, oh, well, they were all coming at me. These women, they were like, oh, we were going to try to help you because it looked like, but you look like you have it under control. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But thank you. I got this. Um, I'm okay. Are you really trying to help me or are you just trying to find out where the single guys were going? Right. But I mm-hmm. I feel, felt like there were ulterior motives going sure. on there. It wasn't just a help a sister out situation. No. <laughs> okay, look, there's a sisterhood that exists. Sure, openly acknowledged. But if it is a sisterhood and then there's a single and available and attractive man thrown in the mix, they will turn on each other like a, in a heartbeat. I have a theory there's this whole like women need to uplift other women women are empowering other women absolutely this whole movement we have to keep telling ourselves that because a woman women tear down other women all the time all the time it is in our nature it is sport it It is is, sport and i think it's biological and i'll tell you why because men can have babies for as long as they want sure okay women can only have one baby at a time yeah that's true so what is it? In Chris, a limited amount of time. I mean, what was it? Chris Rock said in one of his um, stand-up when he was talking about how, you know, when you have a good friend that's going out with a really nice girl and you think she's really cool, you think, oh, she's really nice. I want someone just like that. When women see their friends going out with someone equally desirable, she's she's always saying, wow, he's really nice. I want him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I've also, to take this to another level, I've seen women go after other people, not just women, but other other people, meaning saying incendiary things that aren't true 
the gossip, the rumor mill, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And mm-hmm. they'll, I've, I've witnessed, and I've actually been victim of uh, a woman trying to make my life difficult or hard or destroy it. And they do it for sport. They don't. And I mean, and I've got two older Do you think sisters. that's solely that that's a woman thing specifically? Yes. Because there are people that just like to manipulate and control and do those things for right. sport as Whereas well. Whereas a man would like to, if a man does it, it is absolutely narcissistic and controlling for sure. But they want to pull the strings on a very personal level. And, and there's usually a <clears throat> reason behind it. I've seen women go after other people that for no other reason than to do it. Like, this is a pastime for them. Yeah. Like, sp- telling lies and spreading... Like, mean girls. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, what that is. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know either. I mean, there are some things that people, women that I've known, some of them in my own family, that will say, oh, well, they told you this because they want you to do this for them. And I'm like, who thinks like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I do, I think like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is disturbing. Oh yeah, well it's sociopathic behavior. Yeah, this is what sociopaths do. <laughs> they use people like, and you. they're mostly women. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I think that there are men <clears throat> sociopaths too. I mean, I absolutely. I mean, I've my, I've got people in my past. Like I've got a former business partner who would was so overt about his sociopathic tendencies that it's like. You'd be a fool not to see it. You'd just be a fool not to see it. But the thing is, is that people don't change because they want to. People change because they have to. And if what people are doing, like whether it be sociopathic behavior, whatever, if that is serving them, don't expect them to change. They're comfortable. Comfortable people don't change. You, you, you change because you're uncomfortable or what you're doing is not getting you where you need to be. And so you have to change. That's a forced thing. Very seldom is it chosen. It is possible. Well, it is chosen. I mean, I've changed, and I think, and I chose to change because I um, grew up in a very angry household, which made me an angry, hot-tempered person. But when you recognize something about yourself that you don't desire about Mm -hmm. yourself, then you want to change it. You can change it, but it has to be, you have to be self-aware. I say that most people are not self-aware. There's that. That's a a big block right there. (laughs) You have to be, A, you have to acknowledge that this sort of, this this unharmonious behavior that you're displaying, you have to be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not self-aware, then why would you change? You wouldn't know to. You wouldn't right. know to. No. Right. So self-actualization, being self-aware, absolutely. That's that's step one. Seeing your impact on other people, wanting to change that impact on other people if it's negative, things like that. Yeah. That's also, a, okay, so a friend of mine who is a, a, a therapist told me, he's like, if someone does not develop empathy by the time they are an adolescent, odds are they will never have empathy. Because it's it's something that that is critical to their to their. And That's I, interesting because I feel like I didn't have I don't know I don't know I didn't have a lot of emotions when I was a teenager which that's when you have the most emotions right, right. Yeah. yeah I was kind of shut down so um, really yeah I was I, you can even ask my sister like they were kind of worried about me but. <laughs> Val's torturing kittens. And <laughs> <laughs> not like that. Just like not very, you know, just kind of, I don't know. <clears throat> Did but you I'll... laugh your way through Cinder's list? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. I, <laughs> I wasn't psychotic. I just was kind of emotionless, like just kind of like there, you right. know. Right. Not happy, sad, mad, or lad, just kind of there. But, um, um, I feel like, because uh, I was raised really, really religious in a Baptist household. Oh, yeah. And I tried very, very, very hard to fit into that because yeah. I felt like there was something wrong with me that I didn't, I just had questions. Right. That everybody else 
it's what faith is all about. They just took on faith that I was like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, uh, you know, just too many things that I had problems with, but I felt like there was something wrong with me that I had problems with it, that I was trying to fit into this whole, you know. And then finally, when I, you know, when I went off to college, I just was like, I'm never, I'm I'm never going back there. I'm not going to church again. Like not, I mean, I would, I didn't say never. I just was like, this is, I don't, don't want to do this anymore if i happen to get back to church in a different like more what's the word i'm looking for tolerant atmosphere sure. yeah yeah because <laughs> it was very judgmental and it was very black and white right and wrong and i just could not get there and um i feel like after that i became more emotional and more empathetic after leaving the church wow okay well the thing about religion in many instances and i'm not saying this about all religion please don't write us letters but um in many instances religion is to take the pressure of heavy thinking away from its followers it's like we've done all the heavy lifting for you you don't have to thinking is hard and it hurts (laughs) so that is a very good point let's go ahead and take this off your plate Mm -hmm. you little we've got it all figured out you little dummy (laughs) about this little noodle head and uh but okay so let's put this on a personal level okay so Mm -hmm. do you have a personal relationship with your higher power is that something that you have or do you are you of the if that's too personal let me know but uh i don't really think about it very much good okay um and when i do think about it it just i get kind of all in my head and i start to get more philosophical than spiritual but you know because i you know i'm i'm my relatives are still very religious and i try to be sensitive to that because they're all very loving wonderful people and they really take it seriously and i don't want to you know upset them and you know i don't even know if i'm going to tell them to listen to this to be honest because they don't even like cussing they don't you know right so you know i i will warn them and say i have this but you're probably not going to like the language um but um but at the same time, it's like when you think about, I don't know, it's just when you think about God and what he's supposed to be all about, how do you define that? Why, it makes them comfortable to define him as a man up in heaven who is... Right. The man in the cloud. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, uh, you know, to me, it's in, indefinable. It's just something that's there. I don't there. think that we're, that we're capable of comprehending. No anything of that plane of existence Mm-mm. i mean we're i mean it's like it's an ant and you're trying to explain like the empire state building <laughs> yeah to an exactly ant. you're like there's no way you're going to comprehend this Mm-mm. so um okay so personally um i do have a very real relationship with my higher power it's very real it's very personal and very much none of anyone's business but my own Right. So I don't I don't bring it up. I don't talk about it. And it's not anything that is well it's not it doesn't fit in this King James version of the Bible. <laughs> okay, what? Well, and I'm okay with that. I don't I don't need cuz my relationship with my higher power is my business and mm-hmm. honestly, no one has the has any more right to say what is right and what isn't than anybody else cuz no one has an inside track on this. Mm-hmm. No one's got the inside scoop. Don't care who you are. I mean, I, I, you know, I guess you could say, I mean, my relatives would probably argue with this, but I do believe that Jesus existed. I believe he died for our sins because he, he went around and preached that he was here as God's son to die for our sins. Okay. Well, that makes me a Christian because I believe he existed and I believe that he died for our sins. Okay. Does it does it mean that he washed away my sins and all that stuff? The the more spiritual aspect of it. Right. I'm talking about a man who existed and believed he was here to save us. Right. You know who also does that? Homeless people. <laughs> Homeless people talk to God all day all the long, time, all day long. That's true. <laughs> and what? Who's to say someone's version of of their talking to God is any more or less valid than anybody else? That's true. So I mean, 
and there is some stuff in the Bible that is messed up. Well, and that's another thing that I've started. I've discussed with my um, my some of my relatives. You know, that's like you believe that the Bible is the Word of God, like it came from God's mouth onto a book. Like no, like, no. Well, they do, and I'm just like no. Even though the Bible was translated and retranslated over it's hundreds a game of years, of telephone by the only people that could read male clerics. Right. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I don't think that it's, you know, I think it, you know, and there are, you know, theological scholars that say, you know, people take the Bible too literally. It's not meant to be taken literally. That's true. It is, but people do it all, all the time. All the time. <laughs> or they'll cherry pick the parts that they like. Yeah. It's like, this isn't a, you know, a Cliff's Notes version <laughs> of, of beliefs, but I mean... How the hell did we get off? I know those? we're going off the rails. All right. We probably should get back on track to like really stupid stuff. <laughs> so let's go back to Round Top. Yeah. So we we had that took a turn. Yeah, we desperate did. women. Okay. <laughs> okay, so back to Jesus. Um, <laughs> so you did end up going with him and his friends? No, I didn't. No, okay. I. But the funny part was is that after all of that. I was like, we're not coming to the high... Like, we have our own evening plan. I'm not coming to the with you, but it was really nice to meet you. You have my phone number. I gave you my phone number. Like, please, you know, feel free to call me. Because right. I did want him to call me. Right. I didn't give him a fake number or anything. Um, <laughs> turn around. My friends are yelling at me to get in the car. Because they're, like, waiting on me. And I get in the car. And they're like... And I'm like, okay, so we're going back to the ranch? They're like, no, we're going back to the vintage hide... We're going to the vintage hideaway to meet up with them. And I'm like, what? Well, I just told them we weren't going there when did this happen why did y'all decide this oh yeah come on it'll be fun i'm like oh boy okay that's, your, like, that's your squad rooting you <clears throat> they uh, they were definitely rooting me on i did not want to take we were there for my friend's birthday i did not want to take away because i know that she had a plan and i know she really wanted to do you know what she wanted to do and i was fine with it i'm like i'm fine with ending this right now i gave him my number like we can go back to the ranch and like hang out and drink wine and i'm good with that and they're like no no the, she wants to do this too and i'm like she does okay and i asked her when we got there she's like oh no this is fun actually and i'm like oh this is just okay. cool All let's right. just go with this then so I we're just, gonna I mean, be spontaneous <laughs> all right then okay <laughs> it's just not something you guys usually do so i'm like no. thrown off um, so yeah, we met, I said, but now I'm going to feel like a dork because I just told them that we weren't going there and all of a sudden they're going to walk in and here we are. <laughs> well, I, actually, I think, Surprise. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of <laughs> cool. Um, so you've spoken with him a couple of times. You did FaceTime. Uh, what's next? I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll see. He lives in Houston. Mm. So he, he's, he has offered to come here when I don't know. But sure. I think he likes to stay busy, so I don't think it's a problem for him to, like, I think he's totally fine with coming here to see me instead of me going there, which I would much rather he'd make don't, the first move and come here. To, don't go to Houston. Well, I'm not going to go to Houston. It was definitely, you know, I'm I, not the low-hanging fruit. He needs to come here first. Take me out. Out of girl. I mean, <laughs> and don't ever, ever, ever let someone pull up to the house, honk, and then come out. Mm-mm. You get your ass to the door. I really don't think he would do that. I mean, from talking to him, he seems very respectful and very, very sweet. Does he have daughters? He has sons. Oh, okay. Well, I hope he raises, raises them to be gentlemen. Yeah, Absolutely. I think so. Okay. Well, um, we still don't have a date yet because we just got engaged. You're going right? to move it up, though, right? Possibly. Because of the right. crazy Texas political climate. Oh, my God. First our bodies, then... Than the fanny e pumpers. E marriage equality. <laughs> like, um, are we in the pre the prologue of the Handmaid's Tale right now? Is that where we are? Is Pretty much. Oh my god. What the hell? I mean, honestly, I'd love to talk about things that are great and happy things and everything, but this is getting really scary. It's weighing heavily on my mind. Did you know that we are in a greater wealth disparity than there was in the French Revolution? I have heard that. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Where's the caste system? There's going to be one pretty oh soon. God. Yeah, well. <laughs> the have and the have-nots is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, that caste is getting the pretty thick. The financial gap. So what are your plans for the weekend? This I'm going to go see the Downton Abbey movie. Oh, okay. Yay! Oh, I'm kind of cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so far, that's all that I have planned. I think we're going to go take the RV out, and that's cool. I'm going to have major dental work on <coughs> Friday. So hopefully it'll give me good drags. <coughs> and then I'm going to go camping. So. Where are you going to go? Uh, we'll probably go someplace out near uh, College Station. That's where we keep our, our RV. So it's we'll go out there. and. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't see it at your house. Where do you keep the RV? We keep the RV close at to... A uh, campsite at or? a campsite? No, we keep it at a campsite. Oh, campsite, okay. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So... Um, and it's cool. We we like to go out there and unwind and unplug, even though I have a jet pack and then we have a huge uh, widescreen TV in the RV oh that connects to the internet. So through the you hot guys spot. are so bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last time I went camping, I was in a fucking tent. Me too. In the middle of nowhere. Me I couldn't too. even get cell service. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, you better watch yourself. You'll end up proposing. That's what happened to me. Oh, that's right. You did go to the music festival. No, but you were with hundreds of other people, though. Right, but we were... I was in bear country. Me too. (laughs) Different bear. Different kind of bear. But yeah, we'll probably go out, and then uh, the weekend after that, we've got Flipside, which is a burn. We're going to go to a burn. What is that? It's like... um, So it's a regional burn. So it's like Burning Man... And Ugh, Burning Man has no. all these spin-off things. I've never been to one. I'm going in with an open mind. It's open-minded Johnny. Everything's cool. It's not. Good luck but with everyth- that. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to get your take on all of that. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know how this calm blue ocean of John is going to go on for... It's... Okay, it is counter to my nature, yeah. I will say it, because I am a very intense individual. Like, I've got feelings about chat. <laughs> I will let you know. Yes. I will absolutely let you know. So, <clears throat> yeah, I've got a couple of weeks to get that, my head around that. And I don't Where's know this that. burn? It's in Page. Is that in Texas? It is. Okay. It's between Austin and Houston. No, you guys go a lot of places between Austin and Houston. Yeah, I know. But we haven't been around top. Yeah, been around top. <laughs> you should do that sometime. Uh, yeah. So uh, we are. Uh, we're also trying to, to iron out exactly what's going to go on with with uh, Portugal because we're going to go there yes. in a month or so. You know, when I was getting physical therapy today, this guy was like, "I'm going to be moving to Portugal." I was like, oh, "What is? What? Yeah. Everybody's leaving for Portugal." Yeah, well. He's like, "I have a house there." I'm like, oh, "You and everybody else." <laughs> Must be nice. God, I don't feel special now. I know. <laughs> Just all, in, it's a big trend now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a trendsetter. Just look at me. Yeah, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I don't know. Bourgeoisie. We'll see. Um, well, we're, we're coming up on it. We are coming up on that. Do you have any sage points of wisdom? I actually do this time. Yay! All right, let me, hit me with your best shot. What do you got? It's actually from... Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, that movie. I saw Fantastic Breasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Because I don't worry a lot, and sometimes people marvel at that. They're like, aren't you worried? I'm like, I don't worry. And then they, the quote from Fantastic Beasts was like, yeah, that's why. Because worrying means you suffer twice. Mm. Worrying means you suffer twice. Mm-hmm. You worry about something that may not even happen. Right. And then if it does happen, you worried about it before, and then it did happen. So you're suffering twice. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> and it, okay, cool. <laughs> what um, about you? Uh, I'm going to um, defer to my mom's favorite insult when we were driving around, and she would... And someone would make her say the F word. Mm-hmm. She'd get really pissed off. It's like, you made me say the fuck word in front of my children. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. <laughs> and, uh, but her favorite was, I don't see how any hemorrhoid could ever grow on such a perfectly cylindrical asshole. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that one. Yeah, I know. You really love that one. I love that one. It's, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... That's it. That's the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us again for... uh, Thank you for listening to None of This is Planned. None of This is Planned. No. I'm John Padgett. I'm Valerie Marquardt. We'll see you next time.